Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Hi, Shakers. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. We're here to shake up your Tuesday. I'm Olivia. And I'm Lisa. And on today's episode, we are talking about (laughs) why you need to stop saying sorry and quit doubting yourself ladies ladies i thought you were gonna say lisa quit doubting yourself (laughs) so stay tuned for that but what's your current obsession my current obsession is my house everyone y'all y'all's y'allist i have move move is everyone okay what's happening (laughs) i'm obsessed with my house um quick backstory do i want to say this to a bunch of people who can find out where i live um well don't say your address maybe but okay it's bleep (laughs) i want to say it so you have to bleep it out um which did you listen bleeping no i didn't i added all the sound i added all the sound effects in oh okay and i told you that after Refer to last week's episode when Lisa criticized me for not putting sounds in. So I did. Even the bum, 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 wah, 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 (laughs) one. Okay, can't wait to listen. Um, I love my house. I love my neighbors. Fun fact, it used to be a 55 and over gated community. I wondered. It seemed like that. It's not anymore, but there's still a whole bunch of 70 plus ers. The best way to neighborhood to live in. And all of them come up to me and uh, introduce themselves. I'm getting phone calls from the welcoming committee all the time. Are people bringing you like a casserole? Well, they want to. That's so sweet. And I'm like, literally, we're so busy. And this lady is on a call with me. She didn't even allow me to introduce myself when we, I said hello. And she just hi my name is carolyn and i'm here with the caring committee and we want to welcome you that's in your real. home yes I it's really sweet that. i want to so, live in a neighborhood with old people um it's really great but i was on a 10 minute call and i at the end i was like i'm so sorry i'm so behind on work stuff i have been doing so many things at the house i literally i need to get back to work and she was like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just carries on another five Right. Her name's minutes. Carolyn. I mean, what can you expect? <laughs> um, but so sweet. <clears throat> they were asking us, are you guys coming to the board meeting, the annual board meeting this, this weekend? And we're like, probably not. We got kids. It's three and a half hours long. and Probably not ever. Thank you for the offer. <laughs> Um, hopefully they don't they don't listen to this they probably don't even know what a podcast is. I was is. gonna say if they do that's an accomplishment. I know but um, the uh, our next door neighbor Sandy of course um, naturally so sweet she just came on in introduced herself we ended up talking to her for like 30 minutes on the day that we moved in and mm-hmm. um, she was like we've been gossiping about you guys here in the neighborhood just trying to figure out who you would be and uh, we found out you're a minister. Well, a I minister. like wine. And Sav goes, oh, we we actually, we like wine too. And she's like, what? A minister? And you're a oh, minister? No. 
Yeah. And so she was elated to find out. And the sweetest thing. So we don't have a yard. Like um, a grass yard. Yeah. Um, I did notice that about all the houses. They don't have grass yards. Yeah, they do. They do. Other ones do. Just not mine. Oh, that's such an interesting thing. None of them are uh, fenced. There's like some see-through fencing um so that like creatures can like move about i guess i don't know creatures can move it's about. like sun river yes nothing above a certain height and you which is like a vacation rental place yeah here yes. in um oregon it's a lot like that and am i going too long <laughs> no i was making sure it was recording oh, right oh yeah um Oh, and she goes, because she, she's our next door neighbor, and our yard is literally right next to hers. And she was like, well, anytime the kids want to use your, use the yard, like, we're never using it. So just That's go so ahead. That's so sweet. Yeah. She's like, even if you want to sit on, on our deck or you see us out there, just go ahead and come hang out. That's I'm so like, sweet. I love that. I love wow. my neighbors. That's They're so all cute. They're all so sweet. Arturo and I always talk about that, you know, in the Noonan Village in Jacksonville, how it's all old people. And he goes, wouldn't it be so sick to just be like young and rich and you have a house? And they like (laughs) kind of wonder what you do for a living and they don't get it. Like, Uh, yeah, that would be nice. Just hang out with like George and Tina all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Tina. Yeah. Oh, your mother. I didn't even. Yeah, my mother-in-law. See, I didn't even connect that. Just came right out. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you like your neighbors. Thanks. It's very sweet. What's your current Your house is very beautiful. I agree. Um, there's quite a few oh. my favorite or <clears throat> my current obsession is the lemon pepper chicken from Trader Joe's oh okay it's already cooked so I have a thing oh. about chicken because I got food poisoning from it one time so whenever I don't typically like cooking it myself because I get very nervous so then I tend to overcook it and it gets really dry yeah. but I get so paranoid that I just I cannot I don't I have like a meat like thermometer. Yeah. But anyway, and it takes so long and then you have to 409 everything because you're cutting it on the counter and I'm really <laughs> weird about just meat being in the sink. So I clean the sink right after I'm done and I just like, it's a whole process. Mm-hmm. But this lemon pepper chicken, it's like in a sealed little container and it's already cooked and you put it in the microwave for two minutes and then it comes out and it's like the most moist chicken, not dry. Microwave chicken? It's just already cooked and you microwave it. It huh. sounds gross. You need to try one. It's like $7, but it's like a really big like chicken breast. It has lemon like slices one in it. piece of chicken. It's like big. $7. It'd be like enough for a dinner for Arturo and I, which would be cheaper than going out. Okay. It's the same. That's the same price as a chicken breast. How much is a chicken breast that you get? My expensive, like I get the, like the free range organic yeah. ones and it's like uh five dollars well i guess i get mine from costco right any yeah anywhere at trader joe's if you were to got like two five dollars oh well i guess five dollars for a pound yeah it's and like so that's probably it's like this big big chunker yeah okay. it's like a big piece of like we, we had leftovers after two like two of us is eating it, one is it organic i think so oh but it's lemon cool. anyway it i know frozen no, it's just in the refrigerated section and you just puncture a hole, you refrigerate it for two minutes and then I've it's it. it's so good. And I'm not like much for like, oh, just pop it in the microwave. I mean, I don't really care that much, um, but it's like such a good alternative because having to do the whole thing of cooking chicken and then it just sits in my freezer because I never want to cook it. So try it if you have a Trader Joe's. That's how it's I good. am with pork. 
Yeah, I don't eat pork. Which I don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. I would never feel comfortable cooking it. Yeah, no. It's just, it's one of those things that's so tricky because with hamburger meat, I mean, you can eat it raw. Like, if you get stuff, not right. eat it raw, but for the most part, you mm-hmm. could. But with chicken, it's like if it gets anywhere on the cutting board, I just feel like I have to bleach everything because of like salmonella and it's so dangerous and I just get like, I can't. I need a meat thermometer, I guess. Yeah. But I still would be scared because when you throw up 17 times in one night from chicken, you get scared. When was this? A long time ago. A few Uh, years ago. It was at Subway. Ew, that's why. Maybe. I always had it. It was chicken from there. Um... And I never went back, and it was seven years ago. Not, I won't even step foot in that place. Yeah. Was it a chicken breast or chicken like lunch meat? Chicken breast. Yikes! I mean, that stuff sits out for so long too. Yeah. So I was also it was like in between shifts when I was working at Red Robin. Just needed to grab food really quick. Got a sandwich. Oh no! I love. I actually love Subway. Oh oh oh. Oh yeah. I love sandwiches, like Mm. that. I usually don't love sandwiches unless it's like a Subway sandwich. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like a Jersey Mike's or whatever. Oh, yeah. All the fixings. Love it. All of it. I love all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, but Um, highly recommend that chicken. You should try it at least once and tell me what you think about it. Okay, I will. Because it's good with how it's like lemon in it too. And it's like really, I'll show it to you. I have one in the fridge. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm actually going to Trader Joe's after this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll grab one. Yeah. Um, So my silver lining is how much I have to clean my house is pretty awful. So should we get to the silver lining of the week? And go. I thought you already already asked. We try to be professional and it just goes out the window. (laughs) You've all of that in. Um, Yeah, I have mopped and vacuumed my entire house well just the upstairs and my stairs twice i would i would just and it wait took forever i would just wait wait for what till you're done with everything well we've finished most of everything so no okay. mo- no boxes are like you getting rugs around. or anything uh-huh. that'll be helpful yeah so we're getting a new rug in the living room and we'll probably just use the rugs we already had um like in the guest rooms and stuff can you get a roomba so actually because kitties love it dude i probably not my cats probably not um but there's i'm gonna get judged for this there's this uh it's kind of like a roomba but it it uh also mops your floors really does it work yes it's a thousand dollars holy crap and so but that's worth it my house i think everything's worth it my <laughs> yeah you really do i'm like oh it's worth you're, it you're the last person which actually i mean yeah. check and mate for the amount of times you've worn that freaking white tank top so yes worth it worth it if it's you the know only time i've asked you if you know you're going to use it every single day that's the it thing. is this worth we it would and my house is so freaking massive so it's either that or have someone come and like clean my house, I guess. <laughs> what? My house is so <laughs> I didn't even huge. realize that. You don't even understand. Okay, here's here's the thing. According to today's episode, 
I will not be apologizing for literally anything that I say. Why am I going to apologize? Well, for the I don't truth? know if that's. Oh, yeah. I don't apologize for that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, the the no. message is not don't apologize for anything. <laughs> no, for anything like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't want to offend anyone. My house is big. Oh, I'm no. so sorry, everyone. My house is actually 4,700 square So feet. passive. I'm so sorry. My house is so big. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And it's it's a mammoth. All my friends are like, are you okay? Yeah. And and, and you're going to be most likely renting out the bottom half. That's not all of it, but hopefully a good amount of it. Yeah. If not, eventually all of it. So yeah, it's it's just been so much work. Like I threw my back out, I'm pretty sure. And <laughs> How just, old are you? <laughs> old. My neighbors uh. are really doing rubbing off on you um so that sucks but i mean i have my own house and it's amazing and i love it good and i'm so thankful for it and my cats get to live with me again i know i love it and your kids and my kids i mean they always lived with me but yeah that's true um okay so i did have a different silver lining it was going to be about the fourth of july but we're gonna just save that and we're gonna talk about something else that happened to me today that i haven't told you about yet oh great so everybody pull over i'm just kidding <laughs> just every week um no, okay that's your thing you have to say that oh every week okay everybody pull over for story time with olivia beep okay so i'm just gotten out of the shower, clean, scrubbity, scrubbity, scrub. Come into my room, get changed. Mm, coffee time. Ding! That's the microwave. Now I'm making my pour over. It takes a very long time to make my crack cocaine every single morning. <laughs> so, not real crack cocaine, everybody. That was a joke. To put your heroin together. <laughs> to put all of my heroin tools together. That's probably not a funny joke. Um, so I'm making my coffee, I make a pour over. It takes a while. I'm about to hop on a call, so I'm, like, trying to hurry. I'm making my coffee. Everything is fine. I'm listening to my Disney podcast. It's a good world. So then I go in to heat up my microwave at the very end, because I always do. Heat up your microwave? Excuse me. Heat up my coffee in the microwave, because <laughs> okay. I'm really you particular. the microwave for your cup of coffee? <laughs> yes. Um, I'm very particular about the way, how hot my drinks are. Yes, you are. So I put it in the microwave. And then I go to the microwave. I already know. What do you think? There's like a bug or something disgusting. I pull my cup out of the microwave. Inside of it. And there is an earwig. <gasps> like at least an inch long in my coffee. I don't know how. I don't know where. I threw the cup in the sink. I didn't break it. And I was just like, my mom was working on the living room and I was like, ew, 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 ew. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was like freaking out. I was like, how did that happen? Oh my gosh. It was in the microwave, I guess. So first of all, sad way to go. Okay. Being microwaved. And I bet it wasn't in the microwave. It wasn't in your cup and not, you didn't see it? No, because I was making it. I put my sugar, well, not sugar, but I put my sweetener, my almond milk, and I pour the coffee in. It wasn't anywhere because it wasn't in my pour over. I had just cleaned it and it wasn't in the cup. I just pulled it out of the dishwasher. So I would have seen it because it was huge and it would have floated to the top. So it must have been in the microwave because we live next to a creek. So we get bugs in here. And I don't know. It must have fallen in my cup. I was looking through the microwave. I don't know how I didn't see it. I don't know how it happened, but that was the worst magic trick ever. I, I don't understand how he could have. Um, well, she, let's on. not discriminate. Um, excuse me. 
a huge she. Inclusive. Thank um, you. They uh, could have crawled into the cup. It would have. I'm gone assuming right it away. fell. I'm assuming it was at the top because I would have you seen would have it. Seen and it. then you no, like so you know where the microwave is? It's up high. Yeah. So up here on this spot, I might not have seen it. So I'm assuming the microwave started to go. It probably fell into it because it was dying. Oh. Maybe. That's so precise. Well, yeah, there's no way it was in my cup before the microwave, though. Dude, I don't know. No, there's literally no way because oh I gosh. was looking you at need, it. You need to check your sugar. No, it's in a bag. It's my monk fruit sweetener that seals, and I looked in it. It's almost empty. Are you sure? 100%. Okay, just check everything. So and I would have seen it. I put one living, scoop in living it. Living at my parents' house, it. though, we would get earwigs. Literally unboxing all of our stuff. There's earwigs everywhere on our couch. Yeah, no, for sure. Of all of our things. But I put a spoon, and you can see the spoon still. Like, there's literally, I'm telling you, the way that I make my coffee, there's no way it was in my coffee before I put it in the I microwave. Yeah, okay. But there has been bugs in our that microwave before. Like they oh, just really? get in there. Yeah, like a fly. Wait, that's so true. Because you are so weird. You leave <sighs> your microwave open. I don't really shut cabinet doors or doors in general. Listen, I, it's I get hard. so confused listen, every listen, single listen, time. Listen. The, the microwave is just open. Listen, it's hard to be perfect. I have quirks, okay? I don't like shutting Do things. Sh- yeah. It's a it really sound? aggressive microwave. Remember I showed you? It's like a very like you have to push it. That's every microwave. It makes a sound. Listen, if this is the dun. worst thing about me, we're fine. <laughs> well, it's one of them. <laughs> it's messed up. Anyway, guys, so my silver lining is that for some reason it didn't stay at the bottom and then I was drinking my coffee. And the silver lining is that it floated to the top. I saw it. Oh, dude, earwigs are the worst. If it would have been a spider, it would have been worse. I can at least, if I see an earwig on the wall, I'm a little bit more rational. When I see a spider, all bats are off. Hmm. So. Why? What's the difference between them? I have no idea. Hmm. I think spiders are very intelligent and I think that they know that I'm scared of them. And I think that because they have so many legs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But if a spider is on the floor, I can step on it easier. You would step on it? If it was on the floor. Because here's, I think, why. When it's on the wall, it's taller than me. But when it's on the ground, I feel bigger than it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've got problems. It, it, so- it sounds like you have some sort of complex. Superiority complex. Maybe. <laughs> over spiders. Maybe. But I'm just happy there wasn't a fat spider in my coffee. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, anyways, I would apologize for how long the beginning of this episode was. But, but we're not going to. You're gonna. welcome. But you're welcome. You. That's our message. So our message today is never apologize for literally anything ever. Yeah. And thanks for Thank tuning in, everybody. <laughs> I don't want people to think we don't want to be here. Oh, I want to be here. Oh. Do you not want to be here? No, I yawned and I, oh, okay. I yawn a lot. Yawning doesn't always mean boredom. And I think people think it does. Yeah. Did you know by subscribing to our podcast, you will get immediate access to our episodes every Tuesday? It'll give you a notification so you don't even have to think about it. You can turn on these notifications on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. While you are at it, rating and reviewing the show takes less than a few seconds. It bumps us up on iTunes and gives us a shot to grow our community. It means the world and we read every single review. If you're listening to the show and you love hearing our voices every single week, we would love to hear what you think. Whether it's your favorite episode, what you 
want to hear from us or maybe some stuff we need to work on. We are super open to it and we would just love to hear what you guys have to say. And while you're at it, DM us, hang out with us on Instagram and join our secret Facebook group, the Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders. We love to talk to you guys. We love to hear your thoughts. And honestly, we love to see it when you share our episodes. Thanks so much. And let's get back to the show. Yawning just means I'm I'm tired. tired. I'm very tired. Yeah. But not too tired for this episode. So let's get into it. Okay. So this was your idea. This podcast episode. Yes. So what inspired you to have this episode idea? Um, So one thing that I have worked on because of Arturo is... Like, you know, when you're saying a whole monologue or you're saying your opinion about something, but then at the very end, it's really easy to interject. Yeah, but I don't know. And it's like, if you start, if you hear this, start to notice it in the people around you. And for the most part, it's going to be women. And I think what it is, it's like you're putting this bandaid on your opinion just in case that person doesn't agree with you. And so I think it's apologizing for the fact that you have an opinion. So if you say, but I don't know, you're somehow counteracting that. Mm-hmm. that thought that you're having so maybe I have a very firm found like opinion about it doesn't really matter fill in the blank but then I think oh my gosh like did her face just change like maybe she's kind of offended so then mm-hmm. you just go mm, yeah but I don't really know or oh well what do I know like that mm-hmm. kind of joking thing so I was just thinking about that and I think it's really important to be like firm and confident in what you think and what you say obviously with a fine line of understanding sometimes things come out wrong and you might need to be like I'm really sorry for the delivery but I still do think this way but if it's just a whatever conversation and someone's asking your opinion just being really strong in that and not being afraid to have an opinion because I don't know why we do that I was watching this TikTok about confidence and one of them was stop saying I don't know yeah and that really made me realize how unsure it just makes you sound Mm -hmm. um and like I was telling you earlier I to come off um as maybe non-aggressive or um to come off as maybe more compliant I would say I don't know or I'm so sorry like to bother you or um I don't know. It, it's it's almost like um, to just said it right then, huh? You just said it right then. Oh, what, I'm you just said joking. What? You said I don't know. You're like, oh, I don't know. Oh but my gosh, you're kidding me. See, that's so interesting. I don't know. It's it's, <laughs> it's an easy filler, and I think it that is. it's kind of like saying like all the time. But I, I yeah, I didn't say it then because no, I know. I like, just thought I it was truly funny. am unsure about right. Because uh, there, I feel there's some words in my brain, and I can't f- make them to form the sentence that I want them to. Okay, so this is what I'm thinking of. Um, when I was working in the church, uh, my role was over volunteers, and I would notice. <laughs> this just sounds so manipulative. I would notice people would be more willing to help or less off put if you apologize a lot like oh my gosh I'm so sorry if I'm bothering you or um oh gosh like I don't even know how to put it and I really don't want people to take it weirdly 
But if I come off as extremely inferior, I feel like then people will feel okay like listening to me or um, being close to me. And so take that generally Mm -hmm. because I think what I'm actually realizing is a full circle thing, which we've talked about people being intimidated by us Mm -hmm. and I think a tactic I have learned over the years is to make myself small so other people can feel bigger Mm -hmm. but then I'm not being my true self Mm -hmm. in order to make other people feel more comfortable around me and so that was kind of like I guess my trick when I I worked in the church and looking back on that I can think oh that's manipulative but really I was like hurting myself now that I'm really realizing it um and what I've been learning and what we talked about in our um two-year update episode is just becoming who I am more and more realizing who I am my identity and especially in Christ and um you know that can just sound so Christianese but like who who and what makes my true identity and so just realizing like no i I'm sure I can come off as intimidating or my eight wing can come out and I can be kind of like domineering. And so I just have to learn to apologize if people are um, like hurt Mm -hmm. by something that I say, if it comes off too strong um, or if I am like saying something like in a mean tone. This Mm -hmm. is actually something I talked to Zav about um, because he can come off with an off tone. We've talked about this before. And I have to tell him, like, I know you don't mean badly, but you sound like you're angry at me. Um, And so what I've just learned is to change something about myself and then it takes so much energy out of me. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the day, I don't want to be around anyone because all day long I've tried to change myself and turn into this chameleon of like whoever other people need me to be or want me to be. And so I I love that you wanted to do this topic because I've really been learning not to apologize when I don't need to apologize for being myself. Right. Or being the way that I am. Like apologize for like hurting people's feelings. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of that too is, well, it's like you said, it's almost like you're apologizing just for being there. Like just for, like if you come in a room and it's like, it's different if maybe you're interrupting or like you interrupt somebody and you just go like, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah, I just yeah, say yeah. something? Oh, yeah. So on that thought. <laughs> but because I understand the more of apology like that, like, hey, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but can I just say something? Or like, hey, I'm sorry to interrupt your meeting. Like those make more sense. But if you're just coming into a room and like, let's say you're the manager or you're delegating tasks, like you can replace sorry with something else. And so it's like, especially when I was a manager and it was my job to fire people and write people up and stuff like I can still put a band-aid on it and be like hey you're a really awesome person but like you were late and I told you not to be late and so I'm writing you up Mm -hmm. and blah 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 or hey I need you to do this task and I know this sucks so much let me know if you need help like saying you can still say nice things and come across in a nice tone without being like I'm so sorry to make you clean this fridge it's like I'm actually not sorry because I've had to do it and this is your job so Mm -hmm. clean it and let me know if you need anything. Yeah. So I think it's like it is the tone as well. Because like you said, like the the biggest thing I've noticed with me or like other eights, it's passion is confused with anger. And it's like, yes, you can be like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm sorry for how this came come across. But also 
people can be really sensitive too. And mm-hmm. it's like, if you're just talking about stuff, don't apologize for having a, an opinion. Apologize if that person gets hurt and then say, you know, I didn't mean for it to come across like that or whatever. And even, it's a one thing that I've really been figuring out in therapy is my therapist, hey Jeff, um, will say um, like passion is anger. It's a form of anger. Mm-hmm. And that's really that's something I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah, I, I would have to think about that. Um, because I think that there's like a way to be passionate about something. Yeah. But then how anger is passion. And so, um, unless I'm using the wrong word, but I think mm-hmm. I am using the right word. Mm-hmm. And so just trying to remember like, well, even if that is wrong and you are angry, anger isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And so what is it that you're angry about? I mean, mm-hmm. is it really necessary for you to be like angry over something? Well, then why are you? Right. And I was just talking to Jeff about that because last night I was freaking out about something and um, I got angry in response and I was so confused by anger, but it was really because I couldn't control the situation. Right. And so there's no such thing as like a bad emotion or um a bad feeling mm-hmm. like use your anger in a good way and then like don't take it out on yeah. something that's unnecessary yeah i wonder i'd have to think i don't know if i agree fully but i think like there's a there's a good example is like a few weeks ago somebody told me that somebody i knew was in an abusive relationship and i started to get really pout it was like at dinner mm-hmm. and i started to get really worked up and i could tell on her face i think she thought i was directing it towards her and i was like oh, I am not upset with you at all. I am so upset that this is happening to this girl. I'm really sorry that this is coming out like this, but I just can't believe this is happening. Isn't being upset like a form of anger though? Well, so that's what I'm saying is I think that passion was more anger. Hmm. But when I'm talking about, let's say, if I'm passionate about people following their dreams or so, yeah, something so like that's, that, that's, that's what that's I not think anger. is different. Right. So I think when you're passionate about something, you're yeah. not like, oh, yeah. I love <laughs> entrepreneurship. No. Following your dreams. It's just more of like I get excited. There's a different, there's like yeah. passion excitement and, and, oh, I'm actually like that one probably wasn't even passion. That one was more of like, why is no one doing anything about this type of thing? So it's like, I just think it's really easy. And I've been around a lot of women that do this. It's really, really easy to, like you say, make yourself small so other people don't feel bad. And of course, tread lightly. Like you don't have to like go in hard and, and be like super abrasive about things like some people are. But don't apologize for things that have nothing to do with you. Like, Mm -hmm. and people do that all the time. And I just don't know why. Like, start monitoring that in yourself. Every time you say you're sorry, like, write in your notes why you're saying that. And then look back on that later and be like, how many times today did I say I was sorry? Like, a good example is, like, if maybe you have a friend in the car and there's traffic. I think a typical person would be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry you're late with all this traffic. It's like, why are you apologizing about this? This traffic is not your fault. Yeah, I would never apologize for that. There are people who, like, apologize about the weather that I've been around. Yeah. I'm so sorry it's so hot out. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you. That's crazy. You control the weather? <laughs> wow, that's so cool. Can you, you make know? it snow? Yeah. Can you actually change it? Because now I'm kind of mad. <laughs> um, I'm so bored. Can we go outside and build a snowman? Can you do that for can me? Can you do that? Asset? Yeah, and I, I'm just not that way, so it's hard. But I think... It's really, really, really easy to do that. I I would go to the extent of saying, 
it's a people-pleasing mechanism. Yes. And it's also a lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. Because it is something that I used to do a lot. And it would be because I'm uncomfortable around the people that I'm around because I feel like they're bigger and better than me. And so I felt like taking up their space felt wrong, that I didn't belong, and um, that they were always like, not judging me for everything that I'm doing, but I felt like everything I was doing was not right because they were better than me. So having them come into my home and, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. It's such a mess. And it's literally not. Right. And even if your house is a mess, why are you apologizing? It's just a mess. Right. Um, and so I think that's also just like to save themselves like oh I didn't have time and it's like no that's fine you just didn't have time yeah, you, like, not, you don't have to explain yourself yeah which I'll still apologize for my house being dirty if people come over don't get but. me wrong I'll still do it <laughs> well yeah it's like I was listening to the podcast I keep talking to you about it's called take your shoes off and it's so funny um and he at the very beginning of the episode goes I just want to acknowledge I have a zit on my face because I just feel like if I acknowledge this then everybody will know that I know it's there yes and that's like a very I think Is common thing um like 30s oh okay yeah um I feel like that's such a Gen Zer thing for some reason like Gen Zers like all over TikTok are always like you know what I have this thing we're not going to talk about it it's there if I talk about it no one else is going to talk about it in the comments yeah and it works well and it's kind of like it's kind of like the tactic of like self-deprecation of like if you acknowledge that maybe you've gained weight like right when you go into a group of friends like I've had this happen so many times like yeah I've just been really struggling with my weight because if they acknowledge it now they know that everybody else if they're thinking at least they know now and I think it's like you said it's it's a it's part of owning yourself and being confident and or confident and not being cocky but just being confident in who yeah. you are and just being like you know this is who I am maybe I'm working on things maybe I'm not there was one thing that happened um we were over at someone else's house and I asked this person if I can invite some friends over um, because we were having like a like a certain party and I'm like oh they would love this kind of a party and um, the home homeowners were like oh yeah absolutely and then this other person got upset because they um, didn't feel comfortable in a swimsuit and the other people they usually weren't around they didn't feel comfortable around and they came up to me they're like I really wish you told me you were gonna invite these people over I'm like it's not I'm what am I supposed to I'm I'm not going to apologize right. if, if you're not comfortable Com- I'm, yeah. I'm I'm really sorry that you feel uncomfortable but I'm not going to apologize because this isn't my house and all I did was ask to have some friends over and yeah. that is okay and I yeah. know that's okay yeah and so I'm sorry you don't feel comfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. I really wish you did so I like spent that time to encourage this person yeah um but I'm like you know why like for them to even tell me that it was like what am I supposed to do about this like never invite friends over to this person's house and they were so excited to have these people over right so yeah and I think like that is a rule for me like I can be as high maintenance as I want as long as it doesn't affect other people in that group of people Mm -hmm. at least I try to so it's like when we go on vacations and we're in the same house as people I will wake up three hours before everyone else so I'm not in the bathroom and that's what I even did at your birthday I was up for everyone else because I was like I don't want to take the bathroom San Francisco yeah because I'm like 
if if I'm going to have these rules for myself, like let's say, you know, I don't like being in front of in a bathing suit in front of people and then I was and you invited people over. Well, I mean, then mm-hmm. I can go put on my normal clothes yeah. and make that decision for myself. And that also comes in confidence of being like, these are the things I know that I need right now. So if I know I need lunch or I know I need to be in these these clothes at this moment, I'm going to do this for me and I'm not going to let it affect other people mm-hmm. around me, you yeah. know, which can be hard. But it's also I think that goes hand in hand with say what you want like do what you want to do if you want to order like I always get made fun of at restaurants for ordering something and it's always really intricate I don't care make fun of me all you want this is intricate like what like I'll say no this or substitute this or this on the side oh my gosh Zav always wants to record me when I'm ordering like coffee or I I mean I haven't I get a coffee coffee with seven grams of vanilla yeah I know I order your coffee so (laughs) even when you're like I like my coffee like scorching hot I'm like I know I have to order it extra hot every time I get you coffee and it's literally like over 100 degrees outside yeah well and what I what I always say is like I don't think I don't think they're I'm being high maintenance I just think I know what I want and I would rather have it this way than telling them to remake it and so I think that goes along with being confident of if somebody asks you they're making dinner for you and they say is there anything that you don't like and I think a typical response for a people pleaser would be like no no make whatever even if there are things that you can't like, yeah stand. my IBS says no to these things yeah I say yeah no I can't do curry and if you make curry I won't eat it but I appreciate your hospitality up, but thank you <laughs> I yeah. really appreciate that yeah so I think just take all of that and be like what are things that you're apologizing for? And they are they just things that are inherently you? You know what's so funny? I almost apologized at Starbucks for my order because it's just so bougie. Yes. And it, I've done that before. And it's not even as bougie as other people's. It's yeah. just an extra three different things. So yeah. I, I'm not going to order just a caramel frappuccino. I need 20% of that sugar inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Frappuccino actually sounds pretty great right now. It actually does. Ew. Right? I, I know. What drink, is wrong with me? I think I'm starting my period. I told you That's this the other day. Um, I haven't had coffee in so long, though. I'm, I, I kind of want to get back into it. But anyways, I almost apologize. I'm like, literally, this is their job. And it's, yeah. I'm not even making their job harder. I'm probably just making it interesting because they do the same thing every single day. Oh, yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Working at Red Robin, I sometimes I would take up an entire page on my notebook of one person's order oh. of what people would want. Like there are oh high gosh. maintenance people. But you know what? It again, at the end of the day, like that is their job. And you can kind of just be like, maybe not even say I'm sorry, but just be like, OK, this one's going to be really high maintenance, but not apologize yeah. for it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I think. Why is it so easy to just apologize for stuff? See if you can go a week without apologizing. Hi, Shakers. I'm so sorry, but we're going to take a little break. If you're liking this episode, can you screenshot or go to the share button and share this episode on your stories and just get the word out on the podcast and this episode about apologizing. And you know what? Take it one step further. If you end up apologizing this week about something stupid or something serious, you should share this with that person that you had to apologize to. Maybe not if it was serious, actually, now that I think about it. But if it was silly and it was a little thing, good job, first of all. And share this episode things stupid things stupid things and then honestly don't be a jerk that's not what we're saying 
people need to start apologizing for real things. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to get up on my pedestal right now. When's the last time you apologized to someone before they brought up the subject to you? Can I get an amen? Wait, say that one more time. So let's say I hurt your feelings and I know I did, yeah. but you don't come to me uh-huh. and I don't apologize for it. Right. So this is something that like even me and Zav continually work on. I'll, I'll be like, I want you to bring something up to me when you think I'm upset about something um, before I do it, uh-huh. if you can catch it. Because then I'll know you're taking responsibility and you're really caring about my feelings. Um, because I'm going to bring it up anyways. But I don't want to be the one feeling like I'm doing all of the work and I don't want to feel like you don't care enough and that you're just going to wait for me. Right. Because that's passive. Mm-hmm. Don't be a passive friend. Don't be a passive spouse. Don't be a passive parent. Yeah. Bring it up. And also don't be super aggressive. Right. Don't be aggressive. Right in the middle. I And, and just, just apologize. Don't say, yeah. I'm so sorry. I was in a really bad mood. Sometimes yes. you just apologize. Or can we retire the apologies of I'm but, sorry that made that that I'm sorry that I made you feel like that's that. That's not an apology. It's not an apology. And we talk about this in, in um uh like premarital when <laughs> when we do it with couples. You like um, want to pet it too. <laughs> Olivia's petting um her blanket and it like shifts colors and it I just know. I love that. Humans are um, so weird. We're so freaking weird. Yeah. Maybe it's keeping us awake. Um, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But um, we do this thing where you listen um, to the person. So they'll say, for instance, you say, um, I want you to do this for me because it will make me feel blank. Mm -hmm. And you have to say the want and the feel. Mm -hmm. And people will completely butcher it because it shows that you're actually not listening and you are just um perceiving what they're saying and so what what i've come to realize is people will say i'm sorry you feel this way right i'm i'm sorry you feel hurt by what i said Mm -hmm. but i was well-meaning stop take out the butt Mm -hmm. don't say i'm sorry you feel Mm -hmm. say i'm sorry i hurt your feelings yeah And I think it's also having the self-awareness of not in a dating relationship. But if you kind of feel like you're doing that all the time with a friend, maybe you need to evaluate if that friend can handle who you are. Because I also noticed there are certain people a lot of times where it's kind of like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's this just apology of like, like a lot of coddling. You know how there are people like that yeah. where you have to really mm-hmm. reel it in. So I think it also is having the confidence and the self-awareness to go, I kind of think we're not on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. I think we're not vegging. And I think you take all these things and I take these things from you. And maybe we need to talk more mm-hmm. about this too, you know, yeah. which can obviously, that's a whole other topic, but that's hard to do that stuff. That is really hard. And I can always be so afraid because I I grew up in a very passive home. No one talked especially about feelings. Yes. There's no apologizing. There's no I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's no taking um uh taking accountability. Ownership. Uh, 
ownership. There's no taking ownership of having done something wrong. It's always defensiveness and excuses. Uh-huh. And I've unfortunately um, held on to that very, very hard. And um, I still have to work on that mm-hmm. because although I, I say all these things, when I'm with Sav and I'm like so, I'm just feeling it so hard it's so hard for me to let go and be like, no, but I felt this way and you wronged me. Like I don't, I almost don't want to forgive him. Yeah. And I have to tell myself, uh, n- no, like yeah. this is a silly thing not to forgive him for. Yeah, yeah. And he's forgiven me for such greater things. Mm-hmm. Take it a step further. Jesus literally died on the cross for you. If you don't forgive Zav for this, you're not allowing Jesus's blood to pour over. And so stop looking at all of those small things. And it's hard in everyday life. It just, you know, piles up and it just feels like it's all too much. Just take a step back. Take your anger out on something you should take it out on. Uh Not something I'm learning. Like where is a good place to take my anger out? Okay, maybe I need to punch a pillow more often. And that's not wrong. It's it's don't don't take it out on the dog. That's what my therapist says. Mm. Um don't take it out on the dog. That's sad and true. Isn't that so sad? Yeah, or your kids but it's, or some or well, your well that's actually where it came from because yeah. I was uh yesterday just getting so angry at Bear over something that I just really wanted to control the situation over. And I was just talking about like, I'm afraid of like my anger getting too far from me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, anyways, but. um, Yeah, and I think it's like what you and I were talking about yesterday too. Um, Cause I had heard it on a podcast and I had heard it from someone else and then you said it of knowing that your spouse and most of the time your good friends or family, they're not the enemy. Like some definitely Uh (laughs) want to rile you up and those aren't good people. But for the most part, people that love you aren't out to get you. And so instead of maybe Arturo says something to me like, I don't like those jeans on you. He would never say that. But let's say he did. I could easily go, what? So do you think I look fat in them? It's like, did he say that at all? Or did he say he didn't like those jeans? So I think it's like, you. it's really easy to infer things on people when they didn't even mm-hmm. say those things. So it's having that those that communication too. Being like, they're not the enemy. They love you. They're just yeah. maybe annoyed at something completely different. Just like how you were annoyed at something completely different. And you got mad at them for something stupid you know and that was probably one of my favorite parts of um brit's second episode that we did with her in in the interview uh when she was just talking about her relationship with her husband and how like they flourished after having a newborn and i'm like excuse me (laughs) and she said they would just remember and remind each other they're not the enemy and like who the true enemy is who's like literally trying to steal kill and destroy you yeah and so Um, like the true enemy knows exactly how to get to you how to hurt you and what's gonna hurt the most your closest relationship especially like when you live with them constantly yeah and you're both trying to take care of like a newborn together but yeah it's it's just such a good reminder whenever I get upset over the smallest things I just remind myself you know even if Sav's not well-meaning he's not my enemy no yeah and I and I I think it's like which he always is but he always is the enemy (laughs) well meaning (laughs) -meaning. um i think it's always really asking yourself is does this really matter 
and like seems so simple but sometimes when you get annoyed and I've had like a lot of doses of reality lately with stuff and you know maybe Arturo will like leave something on the ground and I'm like does that really matter I was like no it doesn't really matter like does it really matter to keep fighting till I make sure that I win no that does not matter so I think it's it's constantly fighting (laughs) it's constantly fighting against like your inherent desire to be a certain way um but I think it's again just having that that self-awareness to take a step back and I also think that that exudes confidence too when you can take a step back and you're not going to apologize for yourself you're going to say you know what like I I really was in the wrong and I'm going to work on this because sometimes you can also just apologize a ton and you never change so you know there's those types of people too where it's not even apologizing for stupid things maybe they're apologizing for something really really important but they continue within that and that's not meaningful either so like I always say walk the walk don't talk the talk and be confident in who you are but confidence also means sometimes taking like letting the reins go and you know taking a step back who was it a podcast I listened to or an interview we did where at the end of the day they um someone um writes down in their journal everything they would change about their day so everything that went well and then yeah. everything that they would change about their day I think that was Lauren me. that was you mm-hmm. well I said th- I said I do that in the shower I reflect on the things that I oh. do wrong or what I would change no I'm I, they Lauren. like literally write it down in an interview we did no or a oh, podcast I listened oh, oh, oh. to um it was like some sort of CEO it's um, probably pretty common yeah yeah and um that is just so um that's what I'm thinking of right now because it's actually what are you actually trying to change about your next day Mm -hmm. and not just reflecting on the good things that happened but how can you change the bad things that happened yeah and do it differently you know what it's actually I'm pretty sure it's from the intentional podcast that I intentional parents podcast that I listen to you know what? I don't know. Just take all that out. I literally, I have no idea where well, I came no, from. Well, no, no. Either way, I mean, yeah. I think that's really good insight. And um, I think it's also like with any podcast we do, if you are listening to this and you know you're a people pleaser and you know you apologize, like let go of the past and keep moving forward. And I think it's a, it also is <laughs> to I just, I think being said this generation and the generation underneath us to be honest kind of like our we're all wimps compared to everyone else in history and so understanding like people are going to be sensitive and if they tell you you're intimidating take that evaluate it if you know in your heart you're you're doing something you're not doing something wrong don't worry about those people but also take accountability if you need to take accountability and keep moving forward like don't look at the past and be like oh I'm doing all these things wrong just forget that and Mm -hmm. day by day try to be a little bit better because that's all really that's all we can do um yeah I mean I think that's it right yeah it is that was good so the challenge for you this week is every time you say sorry for something write it down and write down why you said you were sorry and then look at that at the end of the week and then send this episode to the person you apologize to. 
and tell them this is why I apologized. Why does my voice sound weird? Does it you, sound you weird? You were trying right now? to like do an ad, I think. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, we appreciate that you are here. We love you guys. And we're trying to. So, I mean, it, I know it seems like we're perfect, blah, 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 but we're really not. Um, if you haven't yet, join our secret Facebook group. I finally updated it. And uh, it's the Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders. Uh, maybe go on there and, and post the last thing, funny thing you apologized for. I'd actually love to see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse me, Elle? I'm sorry. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram, <gasps> on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast, and personally at Olivia Crandon. It's Lisa Brosser, um, and I think that's it. So it's always better when it's Salt and Pepper, pepper come, come together. together. Bye. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Tuesday on the Salt and Pepper Podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.